What's happening, Reraw Nation? Welcome to another sales meeting. I'm your host, James Hoff. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, if we haven't met before, I'm a fellow agent out here in Southern California, so I'm getting my hands dirty in the trenches with you every day, doing the same old stuff you're doing out there selling houses and playing the game. You know, we're going to jump right into this, and I, I think it's I think we got an interesting an important topic that I want to go over with you today in our sales meeting because I keep on hearing this idea, this thing where it's like, hey, listen, keep your head down. It's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. Just call more people. Be be quick to fail 99 times so you can hurry up and get to the one win or whatever it is, right? And I, I'm guilty of saying stuff like that too, but I think we forget about what's really behind that. And I think we, um, we dumb this down to a numbers game uh, faster than we need to. I, I mean, let's think about it. Like we talk all the time. I mean, is, is real estate a, a people business or is it a numbers game? Is it important to build relationships or better to use automation to nurture anyone not ready to transact like right now today? See, in real estate, we've got an identity crisis and, and it's not a small one. We want personal, we want face-to-face, we want relationships, or at least we say we do, but really we just want to talk to people who are ready to go today. So are our actions really in alignment with, with what we're saying? Are we, are we walking the walk or are we just kind of talking? See, we really just want to talk to those people who are ready to go today. We, wanna, we want the rest of the people to, to keep, it, keep us in mind for the future when they're not ready right here and right now to transact. We can make a ton of money, but we don't like working for it. I'm going to just call it out. Relationships take time to create and grow, but we don't seem to want one unless they're actually ready to pay up right now. We say we care about people, but then we dumb down lead generation to simply a numbers game. So which one is it? Is real estate a numbers game or is it a relationship business? It isn't a numbers game at first. Sure, there's numbers involved in it, right? In fact, it's actually not even a relationship business at first. It's not even a relationship game at first. So what the hell is it? All right, Reron Nation, listen up. I'll get you back to the show in a sec, but I got to talk to you about something real fast. Whether you've heard me say this before or not, hear me now. There are two things, not one, but two things that agents need to have on their own to really control their own business and be truly independent. The first, you've got to be able to lead gen for yourself. And the second, you need to own your own systems. That's right. If you're deep in the weeds of whatever CRM, website, or tools that your brokerage provides, then you just don't truly own and control your own business. And if you don't believe me, let me tell you, you can try leaving that brokerage and see how easy it is to take it all with you. Trust me, I've been there and it sucks. But I've got great news. Here at Rerow, we've invested in building something just for you. Our new contactical system is built on enterprise-grade software and includes everything you need in a system to run and control your real estate business. And this isn't some affiliate deal either. My business partner and I put this together and managed it ourselves. I actually had it built for my real estate business, and now it's available to you. I want to give you a 14-day free trial. Just head over to reraw.com forward slash CRM. 
You'd probably call it a CRM too, but really, this thing is a full-on business management system. It includes a simple CRM and an app for your phone to go with it. You've got your agent website. Actually, we give you unlimited sites, single property pages, lead gen, landing pages, funnels, all of it. It gives you the automation you need. You can leverage that for lead gen or just to set up your drip campaigns. And if you prefer more personal interaction, you can send one-off manual communications too. We include a dialer for both inbound and outbound calling, reputation management tools, personalized online schedule, and more. It's just great because Contactical has it all. It's powerful and comprehensive, which allows you to consolidate multiple services into one and really save a ton of money. And it's got more features, by the way, than you're probably going to need when you start. But here's the cool part. It's one flat price. So you can grow your business over time and not worry about spending more dough to unlock extra features. It's all already in there. Anyway, I'll get you back to the show, but first, go get your 14-day free trial. No setup fees or contracts. Just head over to reraw.com forward slash CRM. Get your free trial, invest in your freedom, and finally, take control of your business. That's reraw.com forward slash CRM. We'll see you there. See, we, we, we get too fast to jump into the numbers game, and then we just think we can pick up a phone book or we can start, you know, looking people up on white pages and, uh, or we can go on to, you know, to social media and, and start stalking people with, you know, direct messages and see what we can come out with. But that's not what it is. It's not, it's not even a relationship business at first. At first, it's a value game. It's a value game. Then it's a targeting game. Then it's a people game. And then and only then... Is it a numbers game? Building a relationship with a complete stranger as an agent with the end goal of selling them a house, let's face it, 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 it's really just a game of smoke and mirrors, folks. The second someone walks into an open house, we're all happy to be best friends with them, given the, the thought and the idea that they may potentially maybe kind of want to sort of buy or sell right now today or in the next week or two, or at least they could show me their financials or their pre-approval, even when we know nothing about them. Then we find out the truth. They're really just browsing, and all of a sudden they're kicked to the curb. But don't worry, we'll put you on a drip. Everyone wants clients, the deals, the money. No one wants to actually work the relationship. No one wants to build something off of real value. I think we got to just be honest here. I mean, the reality, folks, is it's okay to just be in business to be in business and also happen to be good with people. Then you can have a true business relationship based off of value with folks that you're targeting to, to have as prospective clients. But then we don't have to worry about the false fronts and the fake bullshit relationships that we're creating. Then we don't have to worry about that, that you know, the, the smoke in the mirrors and the dog and pony show. We don't have to deal with all the crap because we come at it from a place of, of genuine and authentic position. It's okay to just be in business to be in business and happen to be good with people. You can still make people feel good and not be best friends with all of your clients. You don't have to fake it. You don't have to make people think that you're all buddy-buddy when you're not. It's okay to just go for the money and still also be great at keeping other people's best interests at heart. You should see if you, you know, we all think that we're, we're so great at keeping our clients' best interest at, at, at heart and no, we're not in it for the money and we're not going for the paycheck and I don't care about the money. You should see some of the books that I read that, that talk about real estate agents and how we're just blood sucking leeches that, my goodness, 
We care nothing about the client at all. And it's just about closing deals. And I don't believe that. I don't believe that you listening to this right now, I don't believe that you're that person. And if you are that person, then shame on you. Don't be that person. That's terrible. We got to look out for our client's best interest, but it doesn't mean that we have to be best friends. It doesn't mean that we have to fake this idea that like, you know, I love you and I care about you because then God forbid they're not willing to buy or sell right now. Then we just kick them to the curb, right? So where, so what does it mean? What does it mean to be a value? It's not a numbers game. If it's not a numbers game, not a relationship game, then what the hell is it? It's a value game. What does it mean to be a value game? So I want to break this down for you today. I want to break it down. So what is a value game and then, and then a targeting game and then a people game and then a numbers game? How does it all work? See, the, the biggest thing that most agents are missing is, is what their value actually is. It's not uncommon. In fact, it's probably the most common thing uh, in more words or less. I mean, we don't walk into listing presentations and say, I'm better than you. I'm better than the competition, right? But the most common thing we essentially are saying in listing presentations or buyer presentations is, oh, my unique differentiator is that I'm better than everybody else. That's not unique. That's not, that's not valuable. See, being different is valuable. What's the different thing that you can offer to somebody? What can you do that your competition doesn't do? For me, I find off-market opportunities that other agents are either incapable of finding, which I truly don't believe. I truly believe that everyone's capable of doing the very same stuff that I do. They just choose not to. In fact, I know there's other people that do what I do. They just, you know, they're not all right next to me. So I, I find... I find off-market opportunities that other agents are either incapable of finding or are unwilling to find. That makes me different than the competition because I don't force my buyers or, or sellers looking to also purchase. I don't force my clients to be limited to only what's available as active listings on the MLS. No, if they want something in a certain place, a certain floor plan facing a certain way with a certain color house and a deck off the back with a with a pool on, on the left side of the yard instead of the right side, then th- those are the houses I'm good at finding. I'm, fi- I'm good at finding the specific, that's a specialty, that's a unique differentiator. What's your unique differentiator? What's your value? Being different is the value. Saying that you're better than somebody, saying that I'm really good. I know my competition is good, but hold on a second. Let me tell you what sets me apart. I'm not just good. I'm really good. That's not value. So value first is figuring out what is the best way that you can serve somebody. Do you happen to work really well with first-time buyers? Are you good at teaching? Are you good at helping folks learn a new process? Because that's what it takes to be with first-time buyers. Are you good at helping people overcome their fears and and figure out how to get into the game so that they can build a foundation and a starting point and then level up and then level up and then level up again? That's that's the game of first-time buyers. Maybe you're really good at property management. Maybe that's your niche. You know, maybe you do more for less or maybe you do more for more. Or maybe you just you you're really good at building uh, trust and rapport with tenants, and therefore it keeps tenant and and landlord relationships good. Maybe you're just better at property management. Are you are you better working at listings? Are you an expert at marketing listings? So you know how to do it without syndicating to all the third party sites because that sets you apart. You don't rely on just what gets done when you click submit on the MLS. What's your unique differentiator? What's your value? 
That's, that's what starts everything. There's no relationship without value, particularly when it comes to business. Because if you're calling people, if you just spend your time on the phone every day and you just spend all day long calling people, and God bless you, I'm not saying cold calling doesn't work. In fact, it does. I choose not to cold call. I don't need to cold call. I think it's one of the most inefficient ways to, to generate leads in today's world. I have way better ways to spend my time than begging for other people's. I'd rather they call me when they're ready to talk. But I know lead. I know that cold calling works successfully and crazily well as a source of leads, and I'm very good at it. I just choose not to do it. But if you spend all of your time on the phone, and you just and, and your your idea is that it's a numbers game, and I'm just going to pick up the phone and see who's ready to buy or sell, how are you building a relationship in that way? That's not how a relationship productively is built. And and so this is why I say we have to decide, is it a numbers game? Is it about how many numbers you're dialing on the phone every day so that you can finally get to the one person who actually gives a shit about what you're talking about? Or is it truly a game about relationships? And the best way that I've found to build good, productive, and meaningful relationships is to have something valuable to offer them to, to kick that door open and to start it. See, I'm not trying to fake my way into a personal relationship with somebody What I'm trying to do is find the people that I have a true business value to offer, right? A true something special and unique that offers them a business value because I'm a businessman. And I build my relationship off of something that is business oriented. I can be really good with people. I can be friendly. I can make all of my clients feel like we're buddy, buddy. But I'm not going after them with this false idea that we're just going to be besties all the time. That's not how it is. Because that would be, that wouldn't be genuine in any way, shape, or form. I want to be honest about my motives. And for me, it's not a numbers game, it's a value game first. So then the second part of it becomes a targeting game. See, once you've established your value, once you figure out who exact or what what problem you can solve because problem solving is valuable what's your unique differentiator your unique differentiator is your ability to identify something or do something differently than what your competition can or chooses to do right so that creates value so now you got to figure out based on the value that i offer with the value that i offer the value that i bring to the table who am i best to serve You've got to figure out who you are best to serve with what you have to offer. If, if you're a brain surgeon and somebody comes in with a heart problem, you're probably not best to serve that, that heart problem, right? No, you're, so, so you may focus, and I don't know if brain surgeons do any kind of crazy marketing. I mean, if I had a problem with my brain, which I guess I probably do, take it easy over there. No, I don't mean like that. I just I'm being silly. But if I had if I had an issue upstairs and I had like a brain tumor or something, I'm not going to go to a heart specialist. I'd probably go to my doctor and they would refer me to a specialist and refer me to somebody else. But if you're a brain surgeon and you do a bunch of marketing, are you going to target people with like cardiovascular issues or or like foot problems or like what probably not, right? Because your value is upstairs. Your value is 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 in the head. So when we establish what our value is, now we can start identifying if you if you focus on first-time home buyers, then you're probably going to be targeting tenants. Right? You're probably going to be targeting folks who are currently renting a property or who are cohabitating. Maybe they're maybe they're just getting out of college. I mean, there's so many different avenues you could take with that. I'm just using one example. But once you establish your value, now you can start figuring out how to target and who to target most importantly. 
Who are you going to be going after? Because your value isn't going to serve every single person. Your value now is going to help serve a specific niche. See, when you identify your value, it becomes a lot easier to niche down because you know who you work best with. So now, for me, I start going, okay, I've established my value. I know based on my value who I'm going to be able to help the most, and that, that group of people is now my target audience. That's who I'm going after. And then, then it becomes a people game. Why is it a people game before a numbers game? Well, thank you for asking. It's a people game first because I have to, I have to show my value, which is what builds rapport with people. I can't be I can't be incredibly valuable and then have no way to articulate who I am and and what I can offer those people. When you call me if I'm just this weird, you know, guy on the phone and and I can't I can't get a message out to you. I can't articulate what I'm capable of that would benefit you. Then we're probably not going anywhere. It becomes a people business when I target the right people, because if I'm adding value to certain people, then all of a sudden I become valuable to them. And now I can start building a relationship off of that value with a real person. It becomes a people business. Then and only then does it become a numbers game. Are you following me? Once once we get our value, once we establish our value, we know who we can serve with that value. Now we can start working with people We can work with the people that we know that we can help, and then it becomes a game of numbers. How many people, how many people within that niche can I present my value to? That's how it works. So is it a numbers game? Maybe in the end. But I think what ends up happening too often, in fact, I know what ends up happening too often, is we lead with this idea that it's a numbers game. And I'll tell you one thing I can't stand. I can't stand all this talk about how, well, I don't really give a shit how many people I piss off when I cold call or when I door knock or when I do this strategy or that strategy because it's just a numbers game. I just have to get through all the people who treat me like garbage to get to the people I want to work with. Can you imagine... I mean, I probably get 12 to 15 spam calls a day. It's just a numbers game for all of them, but it's incredibly disruptive to me, an individual. It's not respectful to me. Do you think that I want to build a relationship with any of those people? None of them called offering value. None of them called and said, I'm reaching out to you specifically because. It's literally just like, hey, we got a bunch of money. Do you need any for your business? I don't know. I mean, I don't think so, but what's something different and special you can offer? Well, we have a really good rate. Yeah, well, so does everybody. It's not It's not unique. It's not special. It's not different. It's not valuable. Now, can you, by the way, let me back for a second. If you cold call, is it possible to add value on the phone? Of course it is. My point is, is we oftentimes don't spend time building rapport and, and, and trust and showing people how great we can do for them and how much value we can add to them because A, we don't know our value and B, we don't really care who gives us business because we'll take business from anybody. Now, don't mistake me. If someone calls and says they want me to sell their home and uh, 
you know, they just happen not to be like a first time home buyer. Someone says, well, I've, I've bought 35 homes, but I want you to help me buy another one and sell this one that I live in. Okay, great. I'm not, I'm not saying that I would turn the business down. But what I'm saying is, is oftentimes we're willing to just, like I said, pick up the phone book and start dialing, download a list of numbers and start dialing, walk up and down the streets and talk to anybody and everybody. We're not targeted. Business is a game of strategy. It's a game of chess. And we have to really start paying attention for the sake of your time. For the sake of your time. You should be spending time with people that you know you have value to offer. And you might say, well, James, I can help anybody who wants to transact. Perfect. But start thinking about what type of transaction you want to specialize in. What's your niche? Who can you offer the most value to? Where do those people live? Do you like working better with sellers? Okay, then let's start dissecting what criteria people meet generally before they sell their home. Start targeting those people. That's a better start than calling anybody and everybody in the neighborhood. So is it a numbers game? Yeah, but not at first. It's not a numbers game on the surface. First, it's a game of value. Then then it's a game of targeting. Then it becomes a people game, building rapport, talking to people, learning about their needs and their wants, learning about if it's true that you actually targeted the right person with the value that you can offer. Then and only then does it become a numbers game. How many of those people can you get your value in front of? I hope, I hope that this offers a perspective that perhaps from an angle that perhaps you haven't considered. I'm not saying I'm the only guy who's ever thought this. I'm not saying that it's it's the exact and only way you should go about stuff, but I want you to start thinking differently and I want to give you permission to start thinking and doing differently. Too often we get stuck in these old school fat old fashioned ways because we're just told that it's, it's a grind. It's just pound the pavement, pound the phones. It's the power hour. Don't talk to me between 8 and 11. How does, how does prospecting at the same day, time, five days a week, get you in front of any of the right people who aren't available to you until 2 or 3 or 4 in the afternoon? You see what I'm saying? We've got to figure out our value first and then who we're trying to present that to. And then when is it best to target them? How is it best to target them? What's the best way to articulate our message to them? That's how we're going to win this game. Then it becomes get in front of as many of those people as you can. Think differently, get different results. Let's start elevating elevating the way that we approach this business. Let's start taking this business as a business. And play in the game, not harder, but smarter, and from a more respectful perspective. Because our clients, we owe it to our clients and our future clients to be coming at them with the best value for them. Not just the same value for everybody. Oh, I'm just better than the last guy. No, we owe it to everybody that we work with to be different and be better because we're different. Because we offer something different. That's how you niche down. That's how you play it. All right? All right, listen, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback, whatever, 
You can always email me, james at reraw.com. Don't forget to visit reraw.com and see what we got going on. There's always new stuff happening on that site. Um, if you have not given us a review, what the heck are you waiting for? Smash that five-star review and write something nice for us and uh, let us know what you're thinking. And if it's not nice, then just smash the five-star review and then get the hell out of here. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. If you have any questions or topics that you'd like me to go over in future uh, episodes, then please don't be a stranger. Like I said, email james at rerod.com. And remember something, real agents work. Make sure you are one of them. It's been a great sales meeting with you all, and I'll see you next week.